Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. I'm so glad you have joined me. Man, are we living in some crazy times. I love living in the age I live in. I'm grateful for the challenges. I'm grateful we're dealing with some big, important, you know, massive issues in this universe and on this planet. Uh, And I wouldn't want to be living in any other time. But I'll tell you, it's almost every day (laughs) there's a hit from a new direction. Now, I'm thrilled. I live in D.C. on purpose. I live right in the epicenter of a lot of these storms, and I'm grateful for it. I hope you're grateful for when you live too. But still, you deal with things all the time. You deal with new subjects, new issues. And one of the things I'm aware of is that we often don't have the education, the background to deal with some of these things. I mean, I've you know got a couple of master's degrees and a doctorate and been working in politics for years and, and leading churches and writing and so on. And I'll tell you what, sometimes things come up, I'm just like, Gosh, I don't know a thing about that. Well, one of the areas that's really pressing in on us right now that, I, frankly, I have more questions than I do answers is the area of immigration. So here's what I'm going to do in this podcast. I'm going to tell you what I know, and then I'm going to ask questions, and we can have a dialogue. But it's, it's absolutely fascinating. Now, as all of you probably know, there is a caravan of South and Central Americans moving its way north, attempting to come into the United States. There are accusations that it's well-funded. The people seem to be well-fed and cared for. I don't know. I don't care about that side of it. They're doing it to have an effect. They're doing it to make a case. Uh, They're doing it to draw attention. Perfectly fine. Uh, And they are coming to our border. As many of you know, President Trump has decided to send troops to the border to answer them. Now, I think this could turn violent, but I'm hoping some sense uh, comes into some folks' heads and we don't see anybody hurt. But it raises the whole issue of immigration. And then just this past week, week, President Trump has said that he is going to ban uh, childbirth citizenship by executive order. Of course, he can't really do that. That would take an act of Congress. But still, he's raising the issue, as he often does, and knowing that by picking the fight, he's causing people to talk about the issues he cares about. So all of that's fine. All of that's the background. The way my mind works is I go immediately to what are the background issues involved? What is this childbirth citizenship? And how did we get in this situation? So let me tell you what I know, and let me tell you what some things that I've seen, and uh, then let's ponder this thing together, and I look forward to hearing from you. So the entire basis for this comes from an amendment to the Constitution that came right after the American Civil War. As you know, and I'm only saying it this broadly because I speak to a great many people overseas, people who aren't Americans, and I I don't assume that they know American history. Uh, We fought a, a civil war from 1861 to 1865. It was over states' rights. It was over slavery. It was over some other issues. Our U.S. Constitution did allow for slavery, uh, even though Congress soon after banned the slave trade. And then, of course, slavery continued in this country until it was basically outlawed just after the American Civil War. So it's not one of the brighter parts of our history. It's what not one of the nobler parts of our history. Uh, and we're still dealing with those tensions to this day, as you know. But in the 14th Amendment, which was one of the amendments passed just after the Civil War, it's often called one of the Civil War Amendments, uh, in the 14th Amendment, the following statement was made, all persons born or naturalized in the United States 
and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. Now, the important part of this text, and there's more to the 14th Amendment, by the way, that's just the first part of section one. But the first sentence, the first words say, all persons born or naturalized in the United States. And then, of course, the operative words from there on are, are citizens. So, Ever since the 14th Amendment was passed, was ratified, uh, we have believed, of course, that people born in the United States are citizens. Now, why was this passed to begin with? Well, obviously, we were trying to make freed slaves citizens, and that was the proper thing to do. Slaves had been brought to the United States since 1619, long before it was, in fact, the United States. So by the time of the Constitution, certainly by the time of this 14th Amendment, what, we'd had slavery in this country for 250. 50 years, more than 250 years. So you had a lot of people who had been born in a situation of servitude. The Congress was saying, the nation was saying, these people are now citizens. Now, the problem is that it's also set up with this language, if it's taken out of context, it also set up that anyone born in the United States is a citizen. So fast forward more than 150 years to now, and I can tell you that there are people who actually fly to the U.S. on tourist visas, um, on special passes with an intent to have their babies in the country. I'm not talking about immigrants now. Uh, I'm talking about actual scheduled flights from foreign countries where the intent is to have this child be a dual citizen because that's what our law says. Our law says you're born in the U.S., you're a citizen. Now, what's gotten more attention recently, of course, is Hispanic immigration from the South. And so people come across the border, perhaps they come illegally, they have a baby in this country. And so according to our laws, that makes them a a citizen. So you'll have parents who are illegal immigrants, you'll have children uh, who are citizens. And that's the big debate. That's what's going on. That's what's happening. That's causing such a stir that people born in the U.S., are designated as citizens. And the question is, should that be happening regardless of how they got here? This is the thing that Donald Trump is pressing. This is the thing a lot of conservatives are pressing. Should you be a U.S. citizen if you were born in the country by an illegal process? If your parents snuck across the border, if you came across the border illegally without, as someone once humorously said, signing the guest book, are you you a citizen? And And I would say that that was not probably the intention of the founding fathers. I want to say very quickly, this is not my area of specialty in history, and I'm also not a lawyer. Uh, I'm going to read more about this because I think it's important. But the question becomes, did the founding fathers, not the founding fathers, but those who ratified the 14th Amendment after the Civil War, that would have been the founding fathers, by the way, um, but did our nation intend to say anyone born here, no matter how accidentally, no matter how, by what illegal process, should they be a citizen. Let me just pause here before I uh, continue to sound like a right-wing ranter (laughs) that I personally am in favor of a fairly open immigration policy. I am not in favor of illegal immigration. I am not in favor of people sneaking across our borders. I think if you don't have borders, you don't have a country. Uh, If you don't have safe borders, you don't have a safe country. So this is not any kind of anti-Hispanic or any other ethnicity um, bigotry. In fact, I thought most of the restrictions 
restrictions the Trump administrations placed on immigration from the Middle East uh, when Trump first came in office, I thought they were foolish. They were silly. They actually ended up hurting the wrong people. Uh, they didn't do much in terms of restricting terrorism. Um, I could go on and on with the fact that they hurt our allies. They hurt our friends. Uh, they, they, they kept Christian refugees from coming into the country, from places where they were being persecuted. I could go on and on. It really hurt our Kurdish friends, our, the Kurds are some of the best friends we've got in the world. And I was receiving constant phone calls from some Kurdish leaders saying, my sister's stuck. I can't get my brother in. My wife um, was in Iraq. Now I can't get her home. I mean, it's unbelievable uh, the chaos that called. I think it was un- a cause. I'm sorry. I think it was unwise. So I am not one who says, you know, lock out anybody who's not white, blonde haired, blue eyed or some kind of racist or bigoted kind of approach like that. That is not where I am. And I and I, I think that immigrants have done a tremendous amount in this country. I think we need immigration. There are whole segments of our economy, whole areas of research and teaching and scientific development, whole industries that have been fed in this country by wise immigration. And I think it's one of the nobler parts of our country. Okay, having preached all of that and giving you all my caveats, I have questions about whether it's wise to say that just because someone is born in the U.S., they're automatically a citizen, no matter how else they got here. And now Donald Trump's going much further than that. I think he's overreacting to the caravan. And, and of course, it's an election year. So everybody in D.C. just absolutely freaking loses their mind. So you have to kind of filter some of what is said. But this is really the question that seems to be there. Not so much can Donald Trump, you know, ban this or stop this practice by executive order. He can't. But in the broader philosophical question our country ought to be considering, is that what was intended? Is that what should be the case? I mean, I saw an episode of Six. 60 minutes um, where there were planned flights for pregnant women from Asia so that they would have their babies in the United States and have dual citizenship, that this was actually like a paid vacation, like a cruise that they had put together, fly you over, put you up at a nice hotel, you know, arrange to have your baby here. They paid all the bills as part of the package, that kind of thing. And then you'd have citizenship. I don't think that's what we want. And I'm not saying that because I'm bigoted against any people of any particular color or any particular nation or or, or religion. I think all of them make contributions to this country. But in an age of high security, and of course, harking back to the original intent of those who passed and ratified this amendment, is that what we wanted to have happen? And should that stop now? Again, I'm not sitting here cheering on Donald Trump and his ranting about this. I think a lot of that has to do with election year. But the whole issue raises an important question. I'm going to get more educated on this. What do you think? Is it Was it the intention of the ratifiers of the 14th Amendment? Was it the intention of our country? And should it be our intention now that a baby born in this country is automatically a citizen? Should citizenship somehow extend from the parents? Should citizenship take into consideration the process by which they got here? And by the way, while that's going on, I, I just happen to know because of my work with the Kurds, we've got a lot of people who are living in the United States legally, a lot of people people who are uh, filing the right papers, who are making a contribution to our society, who are noble, loyal people who are not yet citizens. And it's taken years. So 
this thing is throwing us into chaos. And by the way, one wise thing that Donald Trump did say is that someone comes into the country and then they've got a lengthy legal process during which time they can stay in the country. Well, this this seems crazy. We're clogging up our courts. We're spending lots of money. And why? If you come in illegally, it doesn't seem like you ought to have any rights except the basic human rights to be graciously returned outside of our borders and then offered a legal process. Those legal processes Processes were put in place by our elected leaders. We're a nation of laws. You shouldn't be able to bypass the laws. And of course, we all know that the two political parties have their various agendas. Uh, there's no question that some of the Democrats who advocate for largely open borders are wanting to see their voting rolls uh, bolstered because they know that that uh, so lower socioeconomic classes and people who are immigrants tend to vote Democrat. And of course, the right has its agendas with business and uh, with this, uh, posturing itself in any way um, as about closed borders and strong defense and what have you. I'm not sure that's always the, the truth, but that's that's the basic case. What we need is some sanity. We want immigrants. We want to welcome them. We want to bring people in. Uh, with our low birth rates in this country, we absolutely are going to need people from other places. We want to do that as a humanitarian thing. We want to do it because we want their genius and their gifts and their contributions, as we've seen throughout all of American history. Uh, and, and we want to do it because it's just simply the right thing in the American way. But I'm not sure that we want an across-the-board policy that no matter how you get here, if your child's born in the U.S., that child's a citizen. It's causing us some problems. So we need to consider what is the meaning of the 14th Amendment today. And not not just what was originally intended, because I think, frankly, that's too restrictive. Maybe I'm sounding like a, a liberal to some of you, and I'm actually a conservative, uh, but maybe that's too restrictive. Maybe that, that just, just to say uh, only those whose parents are citizens already and in the U.S., uh, you know, and who have jobs and look a certain way, only their babies are citizens. I don't know that that's the only standard that we want. We want immigrants. We want people in the country. Uh, we want uh, the genius of the world in residence here. Uh, we want to help in humanitarian situations. But at the same time, this issue that Donald Trump's put his finger on is one we ought to reconsider. And that doesn't make you a Trumpite if you agree with me. I'm not a, much of a Trumpite. I'm a conservative. I'm glad for some of what he's doing. But quite frankly, as I've said many times, the the way he goes about it is uh, is causing tremendous trouble. So it's an issue, a valid issue that's being raised during an election year. Yes, people's hair is on fire. People are crazed. It's a huge election coming up next week. But what do you think about this? What should happen? How should this work? How can we be a nation with a beacon to the world welcoming people and at the same time uh, have a sane immigration policy that doesn't offer entitlements once you sneak across the border? That's really what we've done. There's not just the criminal situation of people who come in the country illegally. Uh, There's not just the potential terrorist situation. There's also the rule of law and the massive expense of the entitlements that we are giving some of these people in some states that, quite frankly, for example, is contributing to a California that's not too far from bankrupt in, in some cases or at some times in its history. And many of its politicians will say it's the immigration situation mishandled. So how do we do it and be a noble and a good and a generous people? Talk to me, and we'll come back to this topic in the future. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include 
The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.